0: Drinks, food, art, fun.
1: This is Hops and Spirits Kentucky.
0: I think the seasons have officially changed here in Kentucky. And welcome back to another edition of the Hops and Spirits Kentucky podcast. We're here to hopefully warm you up. We have a great chat with Against the Grain. A couple of the co-founders join us this week for the Q&A. It's a blast. Uh, we had them back on in uh, 2020 on the original Hops and Spirits podcast on the Bar Conversations. Uh, if you, if you want to hear that one. Uh, they've got a, a great story to share with us. And before we get to that, let's get into some news and notes. Uh, we start off with November anniversaries for Kentucky's craft breweries. Chimara Brewing celebrated its birthday November 1st and Wooden Cask on November 12th. But we still have a few more coming up. Monic Beer uh, celebrates on November 18th, Better on November 19th, will on November 22nd, and Ethereal on November 29th. So lots of uh, breweries uh, celebrating birthdays this month. As always, go check them out and enjoy some good beers from them. Also, uh, new pickleball and enter- entertainment is what they're calling it. Entertainment, not entertainment, entertainment venue is headed to an acre of land within the River Place. River Park Place mixed-use development just east of the Big Four Bridge at Waterfront Park in Louisville. Uh, The yet-to-be-named concept will feature several outdoor pickleball courts, indoor and outdoor bars, dining options, and a game yard. Uh, the development is spearheaded by a local partnership between 1020 Craft Brewery co-founder John Flotter and Core Real Estate Partners co-founder Lee Wayland. An opening date is slated for sometime in 2023. And also coming to Lexington, an entertainment venue, I guess we could call it as well. Par 6 Social, an upscale sports bar, is expected to open in February 2023 in the former Bar Louis spot at the Fayette Mall in Lexington. The Entertainment Center will have three Top golf swing suites holding up to eight people. Additionally, the pub will feature 13 large TVs and many of bar favorites like burgers, wings, and beers. That's Par Six Social coming to the the mall in Lexington. Uh, but up next is our Q and A with two of the co-founders from Against the Grain Brewing in Louisville. We welcome in Sam Cruz and Jerry Nagy, who join us for let's just say a hilarious episode. And if you're listening, you should probably watch it because these two guys are animated and uh, (laughs) I have no words. That's all I have to to say. Enjoy.
2: Did you know hops and spirits is more than just this podcast? Check out hopspirits.com for our latest episode release, past episodes, interviews with interesting folks in the alcohol industry, and so much more. Just go to hopspirits.com. Feel free to wait until this podcast is done.
0: Joining us here for our Q&A is two of the four co-founders of Against the Grain over in Louisville. Please welcome in Sam Cruz and Jerry Nagy. Hi, I'm Jerry Nagy. Sam Cruz. Sam Cruz. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you said that. So for those that are watching or listening, you really need to, to watch to see see these two guys because... I think it's gonna be a fun one because it's been a while since we've we've chatted and now I've got technology. We're not huddled around phones trying to do this. You know, things have, have come a long way. So uh but for those that may not have listened to that first episode or might not know the Cliff Notes version of about your yourselves, but maybe not, you know, the whole whole story. Because we got some good stories to tell. Cliff Notes?
1: Cliff
0: Notes about ourselves.
1: Uh me, well, a little bit i see, I'm thirty forty three. <laughs> no, uh, against the green. Cliff notes about us. Mm-hmm. We're going on our 12th year of existence. Um, we were incorporated or is that the right word when you're an LLC? Sure. We were LLC'd in 2010, uh, late 2010, and within about a year we had gotten our shit together and were underway as an operating business um, which is pretty, pretty crazy considering we know nothing about Operating a business. Luckily, we know how to con people out of a little <laughs> bit of money. Yeah, yeah, yeah that that yeah. is one thing we're very good at, but yeah. just a very little bit. It's not
2: very much. No, uh, that's, unfortunately, <laughs> we can't. We're not big con artists. We're yeah. kind of middling on con
1: artists, but that's strong enough to take down the weak ones. Yep, mm-hmm. that makes well, sense.
0: You know, there's something to be said about that. No one gets suspicious. Right, right, right. There
1: we go. I'm uh, just waiting to be conned eventually. Um, anyways, uh, it's a circle con. <laughs> somebody cons us, we con somebody else, and yeah. it just keeps rolling. Just keeps right. rolling. Yeah. That could be fair. a beer
0: name. That could be a beer name <laughs> for y'all. Uh,
1: so, you know, we, it, we we're very fortunate to have landed a really uh, visible space in Louisville, our smokehouse, which is our flagship location, 15 uh, barrel brew house. About forty years old, would you say? Yeah, it is. It literally <laughs> it's is. Forty-year-old brew house. Yeah. Piece of crap. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's
2: no one else that can work up Nobody else should nor wants to work mm-hmm. on that one. So now I'm the
1: one kicking it. He's still healthy. Look at him. I have to You get to work out every day, going up all those stairs. <laughs> away. At least that's better than my top ass. <laughs> True. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, We've done some really great things there. You know, we, we, again, have been alive for 12 years, survived one of the most dramatic economic impacts that our our world has seen, so we've done well with that. Uh, But from that, we were able to launch a production facility, which is where we're sitting now. Um, It's a very nice space. That's about 30% finished, I would say. But it's warm, and it keeps the rain off of us. Warm in the
2: summer, it's uh, cold in the winter. Yeah.
1: it's nice. It doesn't flood too much. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we got a new roof one time. Yeah. Anyways, that it's been really great. You know, we have a lot of capacity here. We're able to, to produce the beers and, and get them where we feel like it should be throughout the United States and the world. Uh, it's One thing that's always been paramount to us is maintain a, maintaining a certain level of quality. Uh, we are brewers, and beer is the most important thing that we do. So having that, that degree of quality consistency and and being able to be who we are has been great we've been doing it for a long time now so i'm 43 i think i was 13 when we started disgusting
0: (laughs) now now what drew you both into the the craft beer brewing scene because like you said you guys were doing this before you launched against the grain and we'll even talk a little bit about that and one of the stories on how against the grain launched. but what drew you guys to craft beer back in the day
1: I think really probably problem drinking I would say was the best best way. Uh, as a as a teenage and then maybe in my early twenties binge drinker, I, I really enjoyed alcohol and trying different varieties of alcohol and had landed on some craft beer via a friend and thought, God, you can not only binge drink, but also it tastes good when you do. Uh, that that uh, graduated and, and matured into been drinking less and, and learning more about it and becoming, and ultimately I, I just, the first sip of beer to me was a magical moment. I fell in love with it uh, and it's always been something that's been a part of my life. So you know, take that for what it is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the same way it
2: was, uh, I was 14 years old and uh, looked at the, uh, the beer making kit that was in field and stream from the library. And I ordered it with a couple other friends for, so we could have our own, stash of beer and not have to ask the you town know the idiot. yeah the idiot. town idiot to go you know buy it for us you know that was a little risky yeah. so it turns out you know we made all right stuff you know we're throwing in the snow drift in the in the <laughs> in the dead of winter so you could have some cold beers after you smuggled them out of the house in the basement. That was good. Uh but frankly I really enjoyed uh the process. I loved learning about it. I couldn't I couldn't read enough about it. I had to learn how to read actually first. And then <laughs> I, when I did I looked a lot of the pictures and gleaned <laughs> as much as I could from that. So, um, that was where it all started for me. I, and then when I got into professional setting, I enjoyed so much more of the, all the the disciplines that you have to know, uh, along with it, chemicals, uh, uh, microbiology, just electricity, plumbing, all those things. That always keeps me, uh, uh, interested to solve problems. And that's what I like most of all. I like beer. But I like solving problems in sometimes creative ways.
1: Creating problems also. Um, yeah, he creates the problems yeah. I solve. <laughs> <got it>. The <laughs> yin and the
0: yang of the team, right? Oh, Jared, yeah. Jared's I've that myself that all, <laughs> <back laughs> all the time. He's yeah. a
1: student student for life. This guy is, was it Module 1? Module 1, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Was... The Master Brewers, not to be confused with Master Baiters. <laughs> Association. No, i <I've> already <laughs> got it. I've already got it. <laughs> All the modules completed on that oh, one. Nice. Even been
2: doing other people just the practice. Oh. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I'm so sorry. Uh luckily that's gonna get edited out, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So, yeah maybe <laughs> anyways, we'll see. Gonna, <laughs> just, uh, through this uh, video? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just on a Um anyway, yeah. Yeah, yeah the uh, the International Brewing, no, International, I don't even remember what it's called. The Institute of Brewing Distilling. They have a internationally recognized program for uh, diploma breweries, or uh, a diploma in brewing. So it's three years, or you can take them all at one time if you're smart, but I'm not, so I'm taking them one year at a time. Module one already passed, got D minus, but that's passing. <laughs> um, now I'm on to module two. Once I get the third, I get the little letters behind my name, which are all pretty much useless, but I at least
0: you get it. At least well, you get it. I mean, it, it is.
2: It is uh, fascinating to to keep learning in that way.
0: Well, and you know, for for you two, when you guys decided to launch against the grain, I, I remember this story, and I feel like it has to be shared. How much of an impact was were the pirate statue and the salad bar, and forcing you all to go out on your own? Oh, it was, and
1: still to this day. Is uh, yeah. I see a pirate statue, stop and have that shiver run down my spine. Yeah. Um, it was profound. I mean we were just talking about Pat. No, you you mean hat. hat. Can't, <laughs> a guy named Hat
2: Pagan. Let's just call him Hat oh, Pagan yeah. from he here to, on
1: out. Is he he's trademarked? <laughs> oh yeah. Never, no, whatever. No. Yeah. Hat Pagan. But yeah he
2: was he was an inspiration. He doesn't know what an inspiration he was. Uh, just acting paddish or uh, patish. Yeah. Paganish. <laughs> um, you know, he drove us out. He, he, he made the pain of staying uh, less than the pain of going. And we, mm-hmm. we, we, started... yeah.
1: yeah, you want to explain about I, the pirate I, statue? I, the... Yeah, I think still, and also he still to this me, day, yeah. it's, yeah. It, it's still a driving kind of force. You know, there's not a day that goes by that I don't have that moment of like, so, and I speak in this, this voice that Pat never had, Pat, yeah. Pat never had, but back to the pirate statue. So one day I walk into our former uh, employer's place. We'll call it BBC, whatever that means to you. (laughs) could be a lot of (laughs) things. Yeah, just Google Google that, just that. Uh, Anyways, that place, there was a pirate statue kind of hooker, like a very voluptuous, uh, scantily clad pirate statue woman with a tray standing there and... uh, And it kind of hit me. I was like, what is this? What the hell is this? And Hat Pagan, the owner of BBC, whatever you think that might mean, says, uh, oh, that's why I picked that up on vacation. I got it for X number of dollars, far too much. And what do you think? And I'm like, that has nothing to do with with what this actually is. And so I, I quietly, you know, seething inside, walked away and immediately called Jerry and said, hey, Jerry. I know you've got some things going on here. I don't know how long I can stay here. This isn't representing me well. I've got to go. I'm going to look for something. I'll never forget him saying, "What makes you think I want to stay for that?" <laughs>
2: yeah, that was the first shot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the, the salad bar as well. I mean, uh, you know, oh I God. think the, the salad bar was where they had a big meeting with all the managers and like, yeah, we need to hat was pounding on the table we need to get younger drinkers in here yeah and we want ideas and i'm like well um i got other things to do like productive things (laughs) and uh sure enough you know the ideas were banded about i imagine Mm -hmm. uh and they came to fruition in a salad bar that showed up because you know there's nothing i tell you what when you see like the young jet set go hard crowd they're usually hanging out at precious yeah they're at shoney's
1: (laughs) and
2: just they're like flies to poo <laughs> set to salabar. Young people to salad bars are yeah. like that. Nothing says a party like and that. And that's it's not like a six-pan of corn. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so it was just A, ridiculous, but B, it was a poorly executed salad bar that was just an embarrassment yeah. to walk by every day.
1: Yeah, so that it was, with a raft yeah. filled with ice. Yeah. And and dirty ass six pans <laughs> that you'd see in, you know, in the back of the kitchen getting ready to be washed with. Three of them having garbanzo beans in them, yeah. They just, <laughs>
2: we have extra spots, spot, we have more garbanzo beans. We don't know. No, these are these are chickpeas, these are yeah. garbanzo beans. This is unprocessed hummus. On this, yeah, one. yeah it's, it's just very odd. And, and so, that was when we knew it was time, time to go. Well, it's just a different mindset. It's like we're not working here, we're working for ourselves, working to get out of here. Mm-hmm. And that was the mindset shift that. Some things happen along the way that that uh, that got us. You know, it was the uh, one of those kick in the ass. Yeah, it was a kick in the ass. So, but, but we'll then, never forget Pat Pagan for doing what he did for being to get inspired, us yeah. inspired. and he's inspired us till this day. You know, there's people all over this world that know the story of Pat, uh, and frankly, that story has been embellished so much now. Yeah, it's not even true. That we <laughs> we're not even sure what actually happened. But what we do know as is, is that our fictional made up hat is more famous and well regarded and well known
1: around the world than the actual hat. Yeah. Than the actual Pat. Yeah. He lives in our head too. Yeah. Or well maybe <laughs> we live in his head. He's so crazy and obsessed with us that he always wants us to talk about him. Yeah. It's <laughs> weird. I bet, you know, he's so weird that I
2: um and obsessed that he tattooed his face on my body well no i did that <laughs> yeah. but i'm sure he's got a tattoo of me he's somewhere a little too. Bit
1: crazier i'd say he's got he's got to be tattooed yeah. with us i imagine <laughs> so he's, uh, a, he's a definitely we need to call the cops
0: <laughs> so just a little bit of an impact right just a little bit of an impact and you know awesome. so w- when, when you were finally uh, on your way to you know launching what became against the grain how did that go for y'all because i know when we were talking kind of before we hit the button it's never like you guys have had that flush of investors that that came on that you guys could kind of do anything and everything, but you were able to find a spot that's been your home for the since the beginning.
1: Yeah, it was really dumb luck, honestly. <laughs> uh, getting getting uh, really defeated by what we were in in the real estate market we went around and, and flirted with many different places. Are there are you frozen? Okay. That? All right. We're good. We've been around and, and flirted with a lot of different places and, and put in you know the attempt to get the space and really got shut down every time because we were so inexperienced, underfunded. And and ultimately, I just don't think those uh, real estate owners believed in the, the concept of craft beer. Fortunately for us, there was a flailing and fumbling craft brewery at Louisville's AAA Baseball Stadium downtown. The city was on its heels dealing with that <laughs> the owner of that business was really, I, I, hate to say he's such a great guy, but he was broken from the experience and just wanted out. So ultimately it was him passing his problem off to us and us finding, you know, it being an opportunity for us. So really <coughs> the stars and planets aligned so that we could get that really great location with incredible visibility. And we were able to kind of take it from there, but it was a, God, it was a really shot in the dark. I mean, it was a phone call like, Hey, we want this. It's not for sale. Well, maybe is it? No, it's uh, got a lean on it. <laughs> <laughs> right. You guys take care of this lean. <laughs> and that was, and that was, uh,
2: it's also the timing of it was very important. That was in Nulu's infancy, in New that area. The arena was only maybe three years old. And so all the businesses that were coming up that street, you know, you didn't have Angel's Emmy across the street at that yeah. point in time. You had a, Bombed out, burned out building. You know that they just knocked mm-hmm. down across from mm-hmm. us. So, just I said, you know, if we would started two two years earlier at that space, we might not have made it. Yeah. If we started two years later, we might not have been able to afford it. So, mm-hmm. we were just right. Stars
1: and planets align.
0: Yeah, somebody wants us here. <laughs> and it, it, and I'm I'm sure you're loving every day going up those many stairs to that very tall uh, building to. Do everything right, right, Jerry? Just to... yeah, yeah. Thank you for rubbing the salt in my words yeah, I've never done this. I'm I haven't here. been up there. <laughs> I
1: don't even know what it's like up there
2: anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you <laughs> know what? It's not any better than it <laughs>
0: <before>. <laughs> Now, you know, since then, though, you guys have added, like you said, you're in the production facility. You got the public house. You even expanded a little further, but you've kind of contracted back to the original. I guess the 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 main three now. So, can you talk a little bit about the? expansion and then obviously a few things that, that bets just didn't work out
1: yeah i think i i think at the beginning of the post i don't want to say post pandemic they said it's now but it's us it was the moment we were allowed to do business was post pandemic we had uh we had some windfall opportunity with uh government assistance and thought you know this is a good time to reinvest in our city and it you know, see if we, we can hang with the expansion the, into different markets and different diversified businesses. Well, you know, it, upside, I think we learned a lot. Downside, it was too early. I think it, those businesses that we have since kind of slept off and gotten rid of ultimately were a drag. And, you know, we, I think if we had more time, we could do something with them, but ultimately it's not, not best for what we care about most and what we do best, which is beer so you know the 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 realization that we shouldn't hold on to these we should continue to focus on what we actually do well came and it was a very easy choice to to say let's get rid of this stuff and and get back to the core and meat of what we do it's actually been pretty invigorating to be honest with you i i think my interest in the business has increased tenfold with with that happening and it's it's good it's a good thing so that's um craft beers in a crazy place people want to drink and I, like fruit puree with some beer in it and vanilla dust <laughs> and they and seltzers well, So some- yeah that, those things always had to be a very
2: local things. Yeah. to there we were a brewery that shipped to 40 states at one point in time in 11 countries or maybe more than that and so we we saw the writing on the wall maybe around 2018 which was banner years for for yeah. sales but that like everything needs to be drawn and, and contracted back in because yeah. everything outside of our region is shifting sand so that's goes along with uh you know we got the public house in november of 19 and that was just coming and we had changed our whole distribution model in 2019 rolling into you know <laughs> our push <laughs> mm-hmm. was march of 2020 is like everything's set to to do what we wanted to do mm-hmm. well shattered fuck yeah. <laughs> but also, you know, it, it's we're still in that area where we want to be uh, Louisville's beer. We want to yeah. be Kentucky's beer and, and we're still working towards that place, still selling outside, but our focus is right here. And the day and part of, of the expansions were right. more retail locations to do that, especially with the ability to move uh beer self-distributed, uh a, a small amount in, yeah. in the state. So all that played in the decisions of that. It's just we were a little early and and just
0: weren't quite ready for that. Well, but you you guys have had, uh, you know, you you guys like to have fun regardless of what's going on. And you guys have been able to do a lot of fun uh, collaborations lately, whether it's, I I think, with the distilleries, other breweries. What's it like to be able to have fun with your friends in the industry and even in the, uh, the spirits industry?
2: Well, yeah, it's great, obviously. (laughs) <laughs> uh, most, most of all because they usually uh, you know if you go to their place you get to drink for free and stuff like that and get a t-shirt so you can wear it so chicks. you have something to clothe.
1: Chicks. chicks there's chicks know. everywhere Really? Yes. Uh, <laughs> 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 but also
2: you get to learn uh, you know how other people do things and look down your nose at them and, and judge them silently when they do things that you don't prove up
1: yeah no, I, it's I, really I think it. <laughs> The most exciting element of that for me is the, like Jerry said, you you do get to go there and, and learn from them, see what they're doing, and also a lot of times justify what you're doing, whether it be a similar practice or noticing how terrible they are with what they're doing. <laughs> yeah.
2: But also, you know, it, it stretches you having to do some different ideas that maybe yeah. if i if in a vacuum at the pub i might be making this lineup of beers because it fits into what i want to do and it fits into like uh what i know is coming up or, or or maybe a time of the year or maybe an ingredient we have that we want to use uh when you get collaborations with people now it starts to stretch those ideas and and uh you know bring in some other things like the magnanimous collab i would not have been making a mac- macadamia that beer uh because it's just freaking hard to do now yeah. i've got to put the i've got to put the effort in and that <laughs> ultimately that's uh I don't it'll be worth it. A
1: damien or i've had one it's cookies maybe yeah mac damien,
2: chocolate cookies Yeah, well i got a lot of flour want to yeah. <laughs> try it. so things like that
0: well, and, and then, you know, you, you guys have had some, some good pub lately. I mean, Carson Daly, you know, basically said your beer tastes like marijuana. That had to be a uh, awesome to see.
1: Yeah, it was cool. I mean, it does sort of as a <laughs> uh, consumer of news about marijuana and information about how it tastes and feels. I've never tried it. I've never mm-hmm. inhaled or anything like oh. that. Um, I can see why he would say that, but I also don't think he knows what he's talking about. It tastes like beer to me, Citra hops, but nonetheless, the pub was good. The, uh, the opportunity to be on the today show is, is cool. Any, anytime you can do stuff like that, it's really neat. So we're, yeah, we're very excited. I, I also, I, you know, I uh, harken back to what Jerry just said. We get a lot of opportunity and attention here locally, and it's been really nice. You know, the craft beer is hyper local. It's, it's very local. The number of breweries in the United States, you know, indicates that people want to drink at their own place. They, you know, they want to spend a certain amount of money. So getting the credit here at home has been really great. Uh, and we've seen that, that kind of grow here. It's been exciting.
0: Well, I was gonna say vine, vine pair just said you guys had the best, uh, uh a beer in Kentucky, right? 70, the 70 K.
1: Mm-hmm. It's like beating up on kindergartners, though. Yeah. <laughs> what do we do? You know, we got a guy who passed module oh, one. <laughs> 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 you no, know, we've been doing this for a little
2: while. Beating I'm sure. I'm here. sure. Yeah. I, yeah. That's right. I, yep. It's only a few more years till I you know, probation on that one. <laughs> anyway, yes, I don't use CBD. Are we still on the module one <laughs> <laughs> only suppository
1: that's it okay yeah. <laughs> next
0: next question all right so uh you know like i said everything with you guys goes back to i think having a good time because that's what beer in in this industry is about having a good time with, with good people you know obviously you got sit your ass down the brown note how much fun do you guys have coming up with names and is it harder now because you've set the you know, set that expectation that you got to have something wild and crazy.
2: It is harder now. I think it's <laughs> well, not for even me. Older. I now older yeah. Now that we're older, it's actually harder. Weird, weird. Weird. It's yeah. usually not that way. I usually got to take pills the other yeah. way. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> All green
2: tea on loopy. Uh, anyway. Go 20 goat weed.
1: Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I, I don't I don't think I've really ever made good beers. So they've always sucked. It's only Vidal so soon. Bedale that's probably I, the Vidal's best on.
2: It's probably the best, you know.
1: Done. You I, I like that one. That was a good one. It was good.
2: I like that one.
1: Uh, it, it's I don't know. I think it's it we whether it's the name, whether it's the promotion, whether it's the actual beer, there's got to be a reason that we do this beyond the financial reward. I've got a stain on my shirt and I'm still driving the same car with 200,000 miles plus on it. It's gotta be fun. Of all the things we do, we have to have a good time. But what we've really noticed over these years, and it was something that we knew in the beginning too if we're having a good time, so is everybody else. And I think that that's very important. You said it beer is supposed to be fun, it shouldn't be so stuffy and ridiculous. And when we see that, when we see people take it to that level, it ceases being exciting for other people and we don't want that we want we want to have a good time and we want them to yeah i just think of uh,
2: i can't even say the name of the best brewery in the world without saying hillshire farmstead (laughs) and and i think of the sausage i I don't know how many times i pitched that idea to people of like we do a smoked sausage beer called hillshire farmstead and they always like yeah, You'd laugh and then they say we, we
1: shouldn't do that you gotta name it like, yeah. you know, like epiphany or, <laughs> or terry or something like that <laughs>
2: <laughs> but it, the only the, the, why it's harder now is i think it's just the, the bandwidth of your own mind mm-hmm. uh you know we're right. Yeah, you know, with those five places now for you know, you're still running around quite a bit and you know you're just trying to maybe get the get the beer in the right spots and make sure everything's pouring right. Get the service train and like, oh yeah, I have three minutes to think about a beer day for what's going on tap tomorrow. Uh, uh, yeah. that's you know, Sometimes it works. Sometimes it's like, oh man, we missed an opportunity with, uh, I can't remember what it was, but. Is it buckwheat? Is it buckwheat here?
1: Eh, I don't think that was fun. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, and then too, you, you, you give your uh, graphic designer a, a little bit of fun too. Is there ever a time where they're just like, You want what on a label, or do they come up with some craziness too?
1: Well, we have real, we don't make so many new labels anymore. We have, we've dialed it back somewhat, but yes, yeah, there have been many. Like, I've asked for a gun to a baby's head, he wouldn't do it. Um, Then the TTB gets in the way, the damn TTB overbearing nanny state government. (laughs) (laughs) They won't, they don't, no dicks. Or can you? Are we allowed to say? Yeah, we talk
0: about beer. It's it's totally fine. <laughs> you Can't have
1: dicks on anything, which is bullshit. No ejaculating no. penises is what they say. Yes. I believe, right. Yes, no ej- ejaculating phallus. Yeah. None of that, which is. We had to sell that all out of the country because it could <laughs> not be licensed here. And it, I, the only that route was a good one. The, the okay. only route I could take when when we sent it was a baby's arm with the hand cut off but a ghost hand holding an apple. We all, if we're, if you're older than 35, you should know what that means. And then there was ghosts everywhere kind of ejaculating out of the apple. And he's, the, the TTB sends back a note and says, this is lewd. You absolutely know that this is an ejaculating phallus. You know, you can't do this. It, it's crude, blah, 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 blah. All I could do. The only comeback I had was how dare you that is an apple and an arm and those are ghosts how dare you what's what's going on there that you people so, think these things <laughs> like, they've got some issues God, <laughs> if that's what you see you see dicks everywhere yeah like see. tootsie rolls for you <laughs> weird ttv people yeah it yeah. just didn't work out though they came back with no they, said, hey, <laughs> <"This is safe." laughs> they were hard and
0: hard and firm no yes yeah, so, mm-hmm. yeah weirdos <laughs> well you know you you mentioned that you guys are trying to get things a little more focused back here in kentucky so where can folks find your beer and are you still out in all those other states and countries
1: we are we are in uh 17 states with the addition of two or three more here soon for the most part we're east of the mississippi um we do have arizona colorado Nebraska. Nebraska is Wisconsin. that? Where is that? It's in the north. Yeah, Wisconsin, Minnesota. Minnesota. We're. I mean, we're on our side of the U.S. Uh, you, you can find us. Total Wine actually is a big supporter of our brand. We're in a lot of Total Wines throughout the, our side of the U.S. Um, in addition to that, we're looking at moving some beer into Canada and. Um, I don't know. We're, we'll see. We'll see what's. We're really the, the shifting sands, as Jerry said. Is really, you know, trying to be stable in that environment's the best thing we can do. But for the most part, you can find us in Kentucky, Indiana, Ohio, Tennessee, Illinois, around us. You know,
2: mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, <clears throat> but also it's just the change in distribution that we've mm-hmm. made over the over the few past few years has allowed us to to, to dig deeper into the state and and especially locally. Uh, our Kentucky wholesalers have been great partners. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's been a learning curve for probably both of us, um, but almost what is it, probably 65% of our sales to 75% of our sales happen in Kentucky and Indiana. So we are a local. We, we're going to expand that. Yeah. As maybe those shifting stands contract, we'll be growing right here. So again, it's, it's slow because it, we got tripped up During the time where we're gonna run, right at the pandemic time, and now it's like picking up the pieces in a new world and finding a way forward. Fun though. I
0: was I was gonna say that that goes into my last question is what what is next next for y'all and what what can you tell us? I would say that wouldn't get you in trouble, but I think we're well past that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The line. I mean, we're holding the line in terms of of where we are and what we are, but I think ultimately and this this is kind of a higher level answer but we're very excited and committed to being who we are you know there there was a point four years ago where craft had exploded and you know it, it really was phenomenal growth for everybody mm-hmm. in doing that you kind of lose some of the elements of your identity and who you are and, and and that's a challenge to cope with and being afforded an opportunity to dig back in and refocus and and really recommit to that is exciting and fun to me. You know, we one thing we, we said, it, we, I think we said it in one of the beer descriptions. We make and sell more smoked beer than anybody. Maybe Alaskan porter does more, but I doubt it. Yeah. Um, so- man, that's a great outside of Bamberg, we're probably the best yeah I mean all of the have sold the most that's a that's a really exciting thing as a brewer and brewery owner and somebody who's committed to all of these unique styles of beer in our culture that is exciting and so you're gonna see that you're gonna see that commitment be stronger than ever and like Jerry said our focus on our local market and and doing things here that really accentuate what a great place we live in is to what, a, what do you
2: got? Anything? Uh, Nothing flowery. No, no. I, not really. <laughs> Nothing floral. I, don't, I can't remember the question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> story kicked No, there. I don't know. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, absolutely. like we said, you know, we're a we're a small brewery in the in the terms of the world, mm-hmm. but we're a small brewery in right here. So we are, you know, planning on being you know, increasing our production, but all that production want to be local. We want to be Louisville's beer at some mm-hmm. point in time. It's just things like that take, take time. And once they turn over, I think we'll be we'll be in a good spot. Mm-hmm. We will be here forever. Until they oh. put the chip on the doors.
0: <laughs> <laughs> way. Cut those off. So there'll be no stopping <laughs> you too. As long
2: as we have the, the bedroom furniture up here, I think we can technically <laughs> call this a house
0: uh i I love it sam jerry this is a blast as always and folks if you haven't go try some against the green beer it's it's amazing and also it's just a fun story to uh to to look at the art to see what what you guys have created the story that goes with it and uh this was a blast
1: thank you so much